Today on Hey Sis, Eat This, our wildest dreams are coming true as we discuss our outfits for the Taylor Swift concert. Our tomato girl summer is in full effect as we both continue to cook nonstop Italian food. Then we welcome our baby cousins, Katie and Sam Williams, who are here to honor their incredible Mama Jan, known to us as Janty. From hot breakfasts and making fake IDs to Saturday presents and pregnancy tests, we learn how unwavering Mama Jan's love is for these two siblings. You know her on our podcast as one of the Moron Sisters, but today you'll get to know her as the loving, generous, hilarious, and quite flexible Mama Jan. Grab your fork and grab your knife, morning, afternoon, and night, Mama's recipe and mine, we're about to have a good time. Hey sis, eat this, hey sis, eat this, woohoo, yep. Hey sis. Hey sis. I'm so excited to be coming to LA this week. Well, I'm so excited that you're coming to LA too. And not just for hey sis and cooking stuff, but for big reputation. Big, big reputation. reputation. Yeah, we're like preparing. It is full <laughs> on Tay Tay in my house right now with the two girls. Okay. I am really freaking out about, about your outfit. My costume. My outfit. Yeah. Well, you should be because uh I just I I I I I don't know what to do. Lance is like what are these two silver high boots you have coming from Amazon? <laughs> and I'm like, it's my Taylor Swift outfit. And oh he's like, God. what are you wearing on top? I was like, there's a dress in there too, but I think it's going to be not silver. So oh. I, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm scrambling at this point. We went to the full on like dance store, you know, where yeah. like, like the, the kind of outfits that you see on Dancing with the Stars. I figured there's lots of glitter and bejeweled mm. things and we'll find something. And the girls needed new dance shoes. So we went to Shelly's and I start pulling all this stuff and the woman's pulling things for me. And Vivi's like, oh, my God, mom, that's a crop top. You can't. And I was like, what do you mean? Like, I can't. She, I was like, other moms wear crop tops. She's like, yeah, no, uh, -uh you can't. So I tried on. Oh my God. I tried on like this, like jeweled top, like bra top with, um, uh, a little skirt. And then, you know, my stomach was sticking out and then I got yeah. a blazer, like a, a sequined blazer to put over. And I thought the blazer and Vivi was like, no, mommy, please don't wear that. Please. I was like, she was begging me. I'm like, okay, I don't want to embarrass the kids. So, oh, well, no crop top, no crop top, but it is pretty sexy. I like it. It's a phenomenon, this, this Tay Tay. So yeah. I'm so excited about it. Me too. Me too. We'll have a good time. And we have lots of cooking and stuff to do next yes. week. So I can't wait yes. till you get here. And speaking of cooking, I've, mm -hmm. I've, I'm back on the train and you know what? Good. Yeah. This whole TikTok phenom of like tomato girl summer. Have you heard about this? No. Okay. TikTok's so so hard for me. I know, but I only heard of it because Lance told me, but TikTok yeah. has a trend that's going around called tomato mm -hmm. girl summer and it's everybody going to Italy. Oh, yeah. How about that? So obviously That's funny. we need to hop on board. We need to hop on board. Does that mean I need to pull out some of the videos that I took of myself in Italy to put on TikTok from when I was there a month ago? Perhaps. Yeah, perhaps. Yeah, okay. I was thinking more cooking related since the oh. Italian cooking train is not stopping with us. Mm -mm. God, it's, we have been like on that Italian cooking train big time. I mean, it's just I can't, so good. can't get off of it, but I have a new 
Italian friend mm-hmm. from Verona. I've heard. Yes. Mm-hmm. So that's where Romeo and Juliet fell in love. That is true. According to Shakespeare. Mm-hmm. So I met him on a plane back home to Dallas from New York. Lance had gotten upgraded to first and he so kindly gave me his seat. And I go sit down next to this man and his like eight month old daughter. And we are taxiing out and it's taking forever. And we're like, oh my God, what is going on? Lance texts me back from coach and says, this is what the problem is. And it's a picture of Trump 747 that had grounded all of the planes at Newark. Always Trump. Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. So I show this guy sitting next to me because he was freaking out. He's got his little baby with him. And I'm like, this is, this is what's happening. He's like, ah, shit. I'm like, yeah, I know. Then they've now told us that we're going to be having to go back to the gate for paperwork. Mm. And we're like, what in the world? And Lance texts me, I think somebody shat themselves on the plane. <laughs> oh, and no. I'm like, what? He goes, that's horrible. That's the paper, quote, paperwork we're dealing with. And I'm like, what oh, in the world do you mean? God. So again, I show it to this guy and he's like, what the fuck? I'm like, I oh, don't my know. God. All of a sudden, we, there's a cleaning crew coming in. Oh, <laughs> I bet Lance really regretted giving up that first class ticket with all that hoopla going on he back did. there. So... God, that is not a place I'd want to shat myself oh, is on an airplane. <laughs> I mean, it had to have been like worse than just yourself because they had to bring in a cleaning crew. So we finally get on our way and um, I ended up chatting with this guy and we totally bonded. He loves to cook. We're swapping recipes. Do you use the sous vide? Do you like the instant pot? So mm-hmm. we come back and uh, of this craziness of this flight and we exchanged numbers because I said, oh, well, I want to learn how to cook from you. I want to like, I want to, I want to try that lasagna recipe that he has. So you're like, I want to be a tomato girl. Yeah. I want to and- be tomato girl summer all summer long. Mm-hmm. So we exchanged numbers. And so we had him and his wife and his daughter over this weekend to cook. And so he brought the lasagna that he'd been making for two days with homemade pasta. Two days. Yeah. And like time. homemade ragu. I asked him, you know, what is kind of a signature appetizer or something from Verona that we can make? And he's like, oh, I don't, I don't know. Like, but, you know, uh, the word aperitivo, which is Mm -hmm. what they do in Italy, kind of came from Verona. And he said that that's when you're going to go to your local bar after work and you get a spritz or a glass of white wine and you have some pickies, some Mm -hmm. crostinis or bruschetta or salami, prosciutto. So he said, I have some smuggled salami that my dad makes back in Italy. (laughs) Black market salami. I didn't know it was illegal to bring salami back to the U.S. Well, I don't think you can do it if it's like made in your garage. Mm. There's got to be some I hope we're not out. Let's not say this gentleman's name. (laughs) I don't want him to get arrested in customs. No. Well, he said he and his wife like literally put together a suitcase that has olive oil, salami, cheese, all this stuff that they bring back with them. (laughs) Oh, that's funny. So uh, his dad has been making this salami with his group of friends for 40 years. They get an entire. Oh, my God. They get an entire pig and they cut it up. They use the entire pig and they make sausage and salami and pancetta and all these things. So this salami was the best thing I've ever had in my life. I mean. And then he taught us how to make bruschetta, which I thought, okay, I know how to make a bruschetta. I've made it 
many of times. Well, his trick is to take the tomatoes, Campari tomatoes, which Mm -hmm. are sweet and delicious, and you chop them up and you put garlic in them, minced garlic, and then you put it in a strainer or a sieve, like Mm -hmm. over a bowl and Mm -hmm. salt it so that the Mm, excess water of the tomato drains out so it doesn't get really soupy on your bread. Mm-hmm. And he did do the traditional bread, no olive oil, but toasted in the oven. Yes. And then yes. rub it with garlic, clove. And then you put that on there and then you put the chiffonade of basil. And then he brought over his own olive oil and his smuggled olive oil. Put that mm-hmm. on there, some smuggled 40 month balsamic or something wow, or other. He's a pro. Oh, he brought his own knife. I mean, his knife skills, like he used to work in a kitchen in um, oh. a restaurant in Verona. So he's legit. And this lasagna, Courtney, was orgasmic. Oh, my God. Have you given a bite to mom? I sent her home with it last night. And so I haven't heard yet. But it was insanely delicious. I had it again for lunch today. And Lance and I were both like, oh, my God. Oh, I can't wait. I hope you saved me a little corner. I did. I'm going to put it in the freezer. That's what I got up to cooking wise. All right. Well, I had an Italian tomato girl summer this weekend too oh of course you did courtney christini come well courtney christini didn't but i did get to go to a dinner of an event that giada oh, uh, right. de laurentis curated the menu she created the menu and it was this gorgeous outdoor farm mm. to table dinner and i pulled a whitney and i stalked mm. her and i went up to her and i introduced myself and I put it out in the universe that I you know, would love for her and her siblings to come on the podcast. And she was so gracious and sweet and she didn't, you know, roll her eyes. I don't think it was kind of dark, so I'm not sure. But <laughs> um, I did get a card from her business manager. So we're putting it out there. We'd love to have Giada and her siblings on. But, you know, that lemon pasta we make, we yes. posted it on our website last week. We always talk about Giada's lemon pasta. I give her the credit in the blog Yeah, post. we give it. I mean, it's amazing. I told her we like make that all the time anyway. But um, they made, if she had that recipe, that was Ooh. one of the highlight recipes. But mm. it was being made in the Parmesan wheel. Oh. So instead of, so they were putting fresh pasta and pasta water mm-hmm. right in that Parmi mm. wheel. And it, I guess they already had the, you know, the lemon in there. Mm. And it was like creamier than I've ever had it. And she did put mascarpone in there. There was that right. ingredient. We don't put in ours, but for this event, so it was like super creamy. And then there was mm. like a side of fried capers like <gasps> we make and they were putting that on top. Maybe they read our website. I know. <laughs> Patriota, you know what? If you're going to steal, we should just collab together. Don't be yes. stealing our fried caper idea. Yes. We probably got it from her. It was just an exceptional meal. And she was so cute and sweet. And I, I loved um, the whole night. I talked to her about her whole new pasta line, her Giazzi that she's selling. Yes. She's, she's curating all these amazing um culinary delights from Italy. And we talked about that. And so that's kind of a lot of fun. We're happy to promote all that on our show as well. Let's order some and cook with it when I'm in LA. Yeah. It's been tomato girl summer. All right. Well, we got to get it going because Mm -hmm. these next siblings, they just are so hilarious. I don't even know what to cut. I'm still in the middle of the cut. Well, I think we're just going to have to use some of their stories for the compilation episode. But please, whatever you do, don't cut that April Fool's anecdote because it is so funny. Oh, my God. It's the best April Fool's joke that I have ever heard 
of anyone doing in, in my life. life. It's it's mean. It's <laughs> funny. It's scary. I mean, there's a lot, a lot. It's, I mean, that could have, I, I bet that left a mark on both of them for a while, the victims of this prank that you'll hear about on this They definitely episode. have gotten over it by now. But we should say that today we welcome our cousins, Sam and Katie Williams, our stepdad, Dwight. This is his niece and nephew, and also the their mother, Mama Jan, but we just call her Janty. You've heard us talk about her a lot on the podcast. Yeah. She's a character. You'll get to hear all the good stories today about Janty. Yeah. And I just want to give you one reminder, Courtney, and that is to always act like a lady. Always act like a lady. <laughs> You'll find out what that means soon, too. Okay, well, let's get into it and hear all about Janty. Hey, sis. Hey, sis. Well, we've been really looking forward to these siblings for a while now because we know that they're going to come here with some good stories. I also think it's important to point out that listeners may also know these siblings as the children of one of the Moron sisters who happens to be a frequent caller into the podcast. (laughs) They are funny. They are fabulous. They are family. Please welcome our much younger cousins, Katie and Sam, to Hasis Eat This. Hey. Hey, guys. So happy to be here. (laughs) Actually, if you listened to our National Siblings Day episode, you might have heard cousin Katie call in with an infamous story from a memorable St. Patrick's Day parade. Or not so memorable St. Patrick's Day parade. True. And she educated us on the term crossfading, which we did not know what that was. I've been there, but I didn't know about it. Oh, me neither. But um, (laughs) for the listeners, definitely go back to that. But we will educate you now that it is. Well, Katie, go ahead and tell her, tell her audience. Um, Getting crossfaded is when you smoke weed and are drunk at the same time. (laughs) And maybe I haven't done that. Yeah, I chose to do that one St. Patrick's Day next to a police officer. Uh, And then I found my brother and I ate an entire Papa John's pizza with him. (laughs) I, my question to you was, and I I mentioned this on the, on the siblings day, was the police officer partying with you or was he like there policing the event? I think he was supposed to be policing the event. He was doing a very bad job. Was he smoking weed? He wasn't, but he, he was not, um, he was not making it seem like I was doing anything wrong. So this is why right. St. Patty's Day is one of my favorite holidays. <laughs> because down on Lower Greenville, there yeah. are no rules. It's just don't kill anyone and don't be too stupid. Because like you said, you could literally stand on the corner of a street with a handle of vodka in your hand and a joint in the other. Have a cop drive by you and, and nothing will happen. So Sounds like a good time. It's a great time. And when do, time. do y'all still go to this? Uh, yeah. Whitney's like, yeah. I'm going with you next year. <laughs> I think we should make it a family affair. I'm just a family saying. event. I was there last year. I think we need to do a hey, sis on the street. Yes. We need on to the do street at St. Patty's. Hey, sis on the street. At a couple Patty's. years Little later, I, uh, I had a wedding dress fitting the morning of St. Patrick's Day. Oh. And I made my mom drive me to the parade and drop me off as close as possible so that I could get in quickly and efficiently <laughs> after my wedding dress fitting. Wow. I didn't know about this. Well. That's a good mama. So Katie, tell us the age difference between the two of you, how y'all line up as siblings. So I'm the older sibling. 
I'm three and a half years older than Sam. Um, and yeah, we grew up close, but not too close. Like we always were, you know, I was a senior when he was a freshman. Right. right. We went to the same school all the way until eighth grade. Mm -hmm. We went to different high schools and then we got back in the same school when we went to SMU for college. So we always kind of had a year of overlap Mm. and it's awesome because we know so many of the same people, but we kind of have no competition. Like we were never really overlapping in friends or activities. Mm -hmm. We just happened to have lots of mutual friends, which makes it really fun. And it it was great for me growing up in school because she would perfect student, never would act out, great grades, Mm -hmm. pave a perfect path for me with the teachers Mm -hmm. And then I'd come in and ruin the reputation. It was right. awesome. I'd have a, I'd have a good month or two. We're like, oh, this is Katie Williams' little brother. He's probably great. Give me a little leeway. And then they're like, all right, this guy's uh, he he's smart, but uh, he likes to talk. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Yes, you you were the you were the more of the class clown. I was. Yeah, yeah. I was voted class clown. In high I school. love it. Yeah. I love a class clown. <laughs> Well, let's have some appetizers. Clearly, Jan, Janty, your mother, has a terrific sense of humor. Katie, tell us a little bit about your mom. Oh, my gosh. I could go on and on about my mom, but um, I think, above all, she's loving and caring and really just, like, my very best friend. I've said my whole life, if I can be half as good of a mom as my mom was to me, I will have succeeded in all everything I was called to do on this earth. Um, She's so fabulous and so wonderful. And she's always been there for me and everything I've ever needed to support me, lift me up, encourage me, make me laugh. Um, Mm. So I really look up to my mom um, pretty much more than anyone in my life. Mm. Sam? Ditto. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, she's, she's the best, best mom ever. Always uh, go to bat for you even even when you might not need someone to bat for you. But. <laughs> Involved. Yeah. Very nice. Oh, I love that. And I love Janty to the moon and back. Oh. She is one of my favorite people. Well, Sam, tell us a little bit about what it was like at your dinner table growing up. Uh, I mean, it was it was always a, a good time. We'd sit down and just tell everybody about our day, but it was uh, always around a great meal that our mom had made, uh, whether that's popsy chicken um, mm-hmm. or or tilapia, the the two <laughs> ends of the, the food spectrum for me. Um, okay. Did you like tilapia? I was not not the biggest fan of tilapia. They're uh, bottom feeders. They are. I, I, I have nothing wrong with bottom feeders. I like me some catfish. but <laughs> Me too. But at, uh, at ESD, where, where I went to high school, we would have tilapia every now and then served to us for our school lunches, and it was the worst day, the yeah. worst school lunch day. Uh, That's just Everyone mean. complained. It was horrible. Ugh. The line for the panini maker was out the door. <laughs> no, one, no one was eating the tilapia. It was, it was sandwich day that day. I think so. So I just had you know a long day at school, had tilapia for lunch. <laughs> a long day at ESD. Very long day. It was stressful. <laughs> Yeah. You know, my two AP classes, very hard. <laughs> right. Come back home. Oh, no. What's for dinner? Tilapia. Oh, no. I was, uh, I did not react the best. I will say I could have reacted a little better, but I was not happy to say the least. I, I, I left and went and got my own food. <laughs> my mom was not happy with me. I was not happy with her, but at the end of the day, it was okay. And, yeah. Did you give an explanation of why you were not going to be eating her tilapia? At the time, it was very short and brief and probably right. not uh, 
You didn't give well. the whole backstory. <laughs> Not delivered well. You didn't come with kindness. I'm like, Mom, I actually had tilapia for lunch. Can you make me a grilled cheese? You're like, I'm not eating tilapia. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of yeah. oh how it went. But yeah, she did, she did not receive my uh, going and getting food that she didn't make well either. Right. So it was, a, it was a little rough patch, but it, it smoothed <laughs> out pretty well once tempers uh, came back down and yeah. And we we got to a good understanding, but it's um, it's a great story we tell. I was in college already when this tilapia story happened, and I got a a Snapchat from my brother that was just in the In and Out drive through, and it said, <laughs> "When Mom makes tilapia for dinner." Oh my god, oh, that's great. Well, In and Out is that's a good remedy oh, yeah. to hey. tilapia. Yeah, yeah. What about you, Katie? Growing up at the dinner table, um, yeah, it was definitely a huge priority in our family. My mom cooked every night. Um, you know weeknights when we had school, we all had lots of activities, but she really prioritized us all sitting down as a family together and having dinner every night. So, um, we, we prayed before dinner every Mm -hmm. night and she went around the table and asked everyone what happened that day. Mm -hmm. I usually had a lot more to say than Sam. Um, she would, she would have a list of questions for me that I would quickly answer and then your mom had a list of questions. Oh, she still does today. I love that. That's how, that's how we pull it out of her pocket. The list sometimes. Yes. Sometimes it's mental. Sometimes it's written down on a piece of paper. Let me see what's on my iPhone notes today. Oh, I like that. It's a great way of communicating. It actually is. We can, we can hit the high notes. If I have other things to say, we can hit that and then we can elaborate. But yeah, that's, it's it's a good way of communicating. I kind of like that. I might take that. It might take that advice. She's yeah. a list lady. We all had chores. So I my chore was to set the table with silverware and napkins. Sam's chore was to make the waters. We had seasonal placemats. Mm, of course um, you did. Oh, yeah. And we we made our plates in the kitchen. So she would line up all the food in the kitchen. We'd make our plates and all go Buffet sit down. style. Buffet style. It's the best style. So yes, it was a happy night. Except for on when Glee was on in Modern Family, we got to eat in front of the TV. Or Ooh, the that Rangers. was hot times. Or the, the Rangers, Rangers in the summer. Yeah. 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 We got to eat at TV trays and in TV trays. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Love a good TV tray. I will say when you went to college, Katie, we ate in front of the dinner every night. The TV, <laughs> you ate in front joking? of the TV every night? Every night. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Janty was probably like, all right, I've got Donkle, I've got Sam. I think Modern Family sounds You've got to explain who Donkle is. No one's going to know. Oh, right. Okay, sorry. So Don is their father. Mm-hmm. And since we call Janty, Janty, which I didn't make that up. That has been in the family for a while, but I adopted it when y'all came into our family. And then I nicknamed Don, Donkle, as in Don the uncle. Yeah, I like that works. <laughs> it does. Yeah. Well, what were you going to say about Donkle? Oh, I just was saying that mm-hmm. I'm sure when you went off to college, Janty probably looked at the table mm-hmm. and saw Donkle mm-hmm. and Sam mm-hmm. and were like, hmm. That modern family looks pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, the conversations weren't uh, weren't as elaborate when Katie right, went away. Right, right. Yeah. Because that list, she'd go through that really and quickly. It was, yeah, yeah, it was over right. pretty mm-hmm. quickly. <laughs> Katie, what was your favorite dish that Janty made? We're calling her Janty instead of Mama Jan. I, know, I don't know what we so should f- do here. I, I, it's so funny. I just can't We call all color. the mamas on this podcast, you know, Mama Jan or Mama, but she's kind of Janty because she's our auntie. She is. Let's just stick with Janty. She goes okay. by many names. Many names. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Man, I had a lot of favorite dishes. I think my mom, actual favorite dish that my mom made, or really, she didn't make it, but my mom was famous for um, 
quote unquote making things. Mm -hmm. She would pick up food, Mm -hmm. put it in her own dishware (laughs) and then say she made it. Love that. So every time she hosted a dinner party, she would go pick up like short ribs at Sevy's. No. My favorite one time was ribs from Chili's. Oh my no. God. And she served them at dinner parties <laughs> and told everyone that she made them. Ooh, you just outed her, girl. And she would, people would say like, this is so great. Can I have the recipe? And she would just Google like short rib recipe and send them like the first one on Google oh and just be gosh. like, oh, this is the one I used. I made a couple of tweaks if it doesn't turn out the same. Oh. Okay, so... I know for a fact that several of her friends listen to this podcast. Yeah, yeah. you're, you're so, ratting her out. Mm-hmm. Sorry, mom. Uh-oh. They're going to have a bone to pick, I think. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, that, that, and then I think she's hilarious. smart as hell. Yeah. Seriously. Catering genius. And I feel actually, I, I apply her principles to my own <laughs> dinner parties now. Yes. Um, it's hard to do it all. Got to sometimes do, it all. do a little semi-homemade. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I will say if no one picked up on the Chili's ribs... I mean, that that's the giveaway. I, I was about to say, they weren't like, oh gosh, these taste a lot like chilies. <laughs> I don't think her friends were going to chilies. I think it worked out perfectly for Shanty, her. Shanti, do you have an awesome blossom back there? You mean they don't like the three for 20? <laughs> <laughs> and then I think the other one is the green chili rice. I think oh, you guys yeah. both had it. Oh, it's so good. Oh, it's, it's on I our think website. It's our webs- yeah, it's already. on our website. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's from our granny. Mm. Our granny is my mom's mom, who's also an angel that God sent to us, but, mm. um, she made up green chili rice and it is just oh i didn't realize that was a grandma's mm-hmm. yeah all right oh, that it is, is delicious so good and and what makes it for the audience if you haven't already made it or looked at it on our website is it's white rice with sour cream green chilies salt and pepper Jeez. and you layer that on uh-huh. and then you put cheese monterey Jack cheese so slices. Cheese. Then you put more <laughs> rice and then you sprinkle it with cheddar. Ooh, yeah. I mean, so how bad good. could that so be? Good. It's, it's so not good. bad. Sam, what was your favorite dish that Janty made? Uh, probably either chili biscuits or her enchiladas, which were a little more Americanized with, with flour tortillas instead of corn, which made it more mm-hmm. like a, a casserole. I do that. But, uh, what are chili biscuits? Uh, yeah. Chili biscuits are top tier. I make them super easy. I make so them too. good. Basically, you take like a muffin tin or Mm -hmm. cupcake tin or whatever, line it with biscuit dough. Like Mm -hmm. Pillsbury, like from a can. My mom was hell with a can of Pillsbury She went crazy. She went nuts. So many recipes. But then you just fill that with chili. You make chili. cheese. Yeah. yeah, you can buy chili, make Sam's your own chili. Not chili. You can... I got a crazy good chili recipe I just oh. perfected. So Ooh, okay. we we'd love for you to share that with us. Yeah. On I need to website. write it down. Okay. It's kind of like in my mind right now, okay. but I can. Well, yeah, when you perfected it, it, let us know. We'll, it's it's we'll put pretty that, much there. We'll put that up there. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, make your own chili, put it in there, top it with cheese in the oven, 350 for like 20 minutes. Bang. It's like biscuit. a little biscuit cup with chili inside and cheese on top that oh, is yeah. adorable Wait. can you serve it as an appetizer like yeah. if you can like make a mini ones and yeah that's what appetizers. i mean yeah totally Definitely. it's so good that my mom made everything with pillsbury dough like crescent dough oh, biscuit yeah. dough oh yeah and it's the, best. the chili I love this idea or like i make it for my husband he loves it Sam still makes them. My mom makes my mom makes us food a lot and drops it off at our houses because we don't live very far. But oh, she makes so us nice. chili biscuits and brings them to us. Oh, yeah. That's a mama right there. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's the best. Yeah, that and 
Pigs in the blanket in the morning with the crescent dough. Mm. Top tier. Top tier. Tell them how you took your pigs in a blanket. So now that I've gotten older, I, <laughs> I don't your pigs in a blanket. <laughs> take them this way anymore, but I, I would take them gooey, which was a uh, undercooked, you take your basically. Pigs in a blanket, Sam? <laughs> I liked them not crispy. I liked them gooey. Like mm. the dough was still pretty raw. Really? Not he likes fully the, raw. Like, but he it liked was, them to get warmed up in the <laughs> oven and then served to him. Really? Now, that, now that I'm older, I don't like them that way as yeah. much because it's like, why am I eating mushy dough? But right. Well, there could be some salmonella risks there as well. Maybe I was just building my uh, immune, immune system. Yeah. 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 You you have a more sophisticated palate now, mm. Sam. I want those chili biscuits. Oh, yeah. That's, Gosh, that's happening. I want that with sure. a side of rice. Yes. Um, yeah, that actually could be like a meal. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a little car- yeah. carb oh, heavy, oh, but no, hey. It's a meal. Yeah, it's a meal. <laughs> Can you remember, uh, Sam, a kitchen conundrum that your mom got herself into? Um, I can't think of one off the top of my head of, of when she was actually cooking and something went wrong. Mm-hmm. Katie, do you have any kitchen conundrums? Kitchen conundrums. I think... So... One of my favorite stories, my mom cannot make mashed potatoes to save her life. And this is always her kitchen conundrum. Interesting. I find it to be a very easy food to make. Yes. She recently actually made, tried to make mashed potatoes. She basically made potato soup Uh because she put so much cream in that it just became a liquid. And this happens to her every time she makes mashed potatoes. I am the family mashed potato maker mm-hmm. because there's always one in the family. There's always one. Well, I learned from the best uncle Dwight. I think you guys call him oh, big D big D he makes mashed potatoes. So my, yeah, uncle I mean, Dwight, he taught me how to make mashed potatoes when I was a little girl standing Aww. in his kitchen. Interesting. And he went through all the ingredients with me and showed me how to make them. And he took my hand and held it over the mashed potatoes and took paprika and sprinkled it around so it looked like a little turkey on the top of the mashed potatoes. What? <laughs> Dwight Big D is holding out on us. Yep. Are we talking about the same person? I don't think this is the uh, the Big D y'all That's know. That's married to our mother? <laughs> That loves Bud Light in his phone. Yeah, it loves Bud Light in his phone and is the grandfather of my children. Yeah, that Big okay. D. We're going to have to remind him about we this. We need to have a serious talk with Big D. So I learned how to make mashed potatoes from Dwight and now I'm the resident mashed potato maker. So my mom's main kitchen conundrum, she grew up in a rice family, mm-hmm. does Clearly. not know how to make potatoes. My dad and Dwight grew up in the Midwest. They're potato people. And Dwight taught me how to make mashed potatoes. And now for every holiday, I am the mashed potato maker. Oh, Katie, you just made my freaking day. I really love this story. This is so awesome. Yeah, it's it's probably my best memory of Dwight. And I have lots of great memories with him, but one oh, of my very favorites. That's really cool. Oh, that's so sweet. And I'm so taking the turkey and the paprika. The hand it was so the paprika. cute. That is, I'm, I'm whipping that out next Thanksgiving and I'm not telling a soul. Nobody's, you didn't hear it here first. Let's move on to the main course. I know you two had some little teenage idiot moments. So tell us about some of the most idiotic ones, Katie. Man, I was a pretty good kid. Yes. I I didn't mess around. I think I want to pass it over to Sam. I think he had some better ones. Than yeah, me. I might have a few. Um, where should I start? Uh, on my notes, I have you coming home drunk, wearing yeah. only underwear. <laughs> 
I think we should right, start there. there. And, then, and then maybe transition into the sneaking in. Sure. Yeah, that's a good that's a good timeline. Yeah. <laughs> I'll preface the story by saying my parents were super chill. Like they basically had no rules for us. Our only rule pretty much our entire high Again, school. Very well behaved older sister had no problems. Okay. No rules set. Yeah. So, so our, our main range. rule was don't lie. Like mm-hmm. our parents' main thing was tell us the truth and we don't really care what you do after mm-hmm. that. My mom bought me a fake ID, took all my friends' photos for fake IDs <laughs> by buying the blue background and hanging it in our house, Stop taking the pictures, picking them up because she thought that the pickup was a little bit of a sketchy situation and she didn't want any of us to be involved in that. Oh so she drove and picked them all up for us. She would text me and be like, I know the after parties at this person's house. I put a <laughs> bottle of fireball in the bushes for you. Oh. Yeah. What? Yeah. So What's my fireball? Fireball is cinnamon whiskey. Oh. I'm I'm so sorry that you've never had it. Um, My go-to shot. I thought of bars. it was a pit bull song. I mean, no. <laughs> Sam, you might need to go run out and get some. Yes, Courtney. I think you're going to need to take some fireball shots after okay. this. But yeah, no. no my my mom for me was very encouraging. Of I think she thought I was lame, and she was like, "Please, just God, be cooler." <laughs> Um, and then I think she had the opposite with Sam, but basically because of me, we had no rules. Like our rules were don't lie and do whatever you want. And so with that, I will let Sam tell his stories. Okay. Yeah. So it was like she said, no rules, just don't lie, which I'm good at. I can, I can stretch what would be the set rules, but not verbal rules. Mm -hmm. And then I'll tell the truth about it. But one, I think it was a sophomore year in high school. We were at a party up in Plano bunch of friends. It was probably someone's birthday party or something. Parents were out of town, had the house to ourselves. It was free range, had vodka, whiskey, everything. I had just discovered vodka and Sprite. It was my favorite oh drink. <laughs> I haven't touched vodka and Sprite in probably five or six years because yeah. of this night, I think. I had so much vodka and Sprite. I don't remember a lot until I <laughs> am in the Uber on my way home. And we're going up the tollway. We live, like we said, Preston Royal. So Plano's yeah. a little far. I have to take the tollway. Mm-hmm. I am in the Uber with two other people oh, screaming no. at this Uber driver to slow down on the tollway <laughs> oh, because God. I am dizzy. The whole world Uh-oh. is, is oh, spinning no. a million now miles an hour. poor Uber driver. Oh, He's like, I'm I, going 55. I feel so bad for this man. <laughs> we were, no, I think we got down to about 20 miles an hour on the tollway. We were going <laughs> slow. I was telling this man to slow it down. <laughs> roll down the window, eventually end up throwing out of the window. This of Uber. course. Get the I, nice like, I'm going to pause and say you actually missed out the window because I, mom later got a $200 say, cleaning a, fee yeah, $200 for the cleaning Uber. Fee. <laughs> no. It might have been on the side. I, I tried. <laughs> sure I tried my best. Okay. I tried. We get home. I This is a part I don't remember, but apparently I walked into my house <laughs> trying to be sneaky and my mom found me because I was probably being drunk and loud trying to get to my room. I was only in my underwear, <laughs> only in my underwear. All my clothes have been gone. I'm just like, I wake up that morning. Like she's telling me all this, like pissed at me. Like Sam, what the hell? Like we're going to church. She woke me up at like 7 a.m. Oh, like, they love to do over. that when you're to make you to church. Over. Oh. And she's like, we're going to church. It's Sunday. Yeah. You messed up. We're going to church. Uh, get, get your clothes on. I'm like, that's your sins. You little like, heathen. How did I show up in my underwear? What happened? I remember wearing clothes in the Uber. <laughs> 
<laughs> you definitely left the party with your clothes on. <laughs> I sure left the party that? with my clothes on. I was in the Uber with my clothes on. Oh my gosh. So I get my clothes on for church. I'm not feeling good. Get in the car. Dad's driving. Mom's in shotgun. I'm in the back. We're pulling out the driveway, up our street, going to going to church. My clothes, my <laughs> shoes, my socks are just in our front yard, right by my car. My dad does not see it. My mom sees it. I see it. We make eye contact, oh and she just God. she has this iconic <laughs> eyebrow that when she's mad, she can only do when she's mad. She oh just God. gives me that eyebrow. She's like, "That's where your damn clothes are." <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I oh want to fill God. in a little Hold bit on. more. I'm just dying right now. A little bit more I of this story wanna... that you probably don't remember. Definitely not. You came home. You threw up on mom. What? No. <laughs> yeah. Okay, man. She takes you upstairs to your bed. She puts in your you underwear. In, there, in your you underwear. She she puts some Advil next to your bed for you for the morning because she knew she was going to make you go to church. Yeah, that didn't help. And you looked at her and you just said, "Mom." I love you. <laughs> and she said, I love you too, Sam. <laughs> and then she went downstairs and she said, that is the most love you have ever given her. <laughs> and drunk words or sober thoughts, yeah. right? <laughs> she called me the next day I was in college Sam and she said, he said loved me. she told me this whole story and she said, but the best part is that Sam said that he loves me. <laughs> I gotta get him drunk more often. <laughs> See, that's oh advice God. for everyone. If you ever fuck up, just say you love someone. Right. That it is you know, oh, kind of true. Sam. Wait, okay. I mean, I have so many questions. I mean, don't you? Yeah. Okay. First of well, all, you got to write down a list first if you want to ask. Oh, questions. that's yeah, true. That's, <laughs> that's, that's the only response to lists. <laughs> so, I think that you probably took your clothes off in the front yard because you had thrown up all over. That's, that's what I was that's, thinking. Over the years, I figured that out. Yeah. I definitely threw up okay. on myself. Yeah. And then, <laughs> how did the like throw up on Janty go? So. I, I actually know a lot more details about this right, story that Sam might not remember. Yeah. And she called you the next day and spilled the beans. All of obviously all of it. My my parents had one of their employees staying at our house because oh they boy. were going God. out of town the next day. Oh, my dad and this employee that is from out of town. Oh, so they were asleep, but my mom had said she was gonna stay up for Sam. He got home. I don't think that it was catastrophically that you threw up on her, but I think that you uh, baby burp. did a little baby throw <laughs> a little up on spit her. Up. <laughs> and uh-huh. She just put a little burp cloth yeah, on her, yeah, on her shoulder. Uh-huh. And yeah, so Sam Sam lived upstairs in our house. And so she she just walked him upstairs and gave him some Advil because he oh she knew the head was going to be hurting. Sam. Yeah. That's that yeah. is a teenage idiot story. That it is was. one for the books. I'm it not going to lie. I don't think I've ever been that bad since that then. I can remember. Right. Fingers crossed. Since you can remember, except for maybe the time that you and Kirk drank a whole bottle bottle of whiskey on Thanksgiving and then tried to put our Christmas tree up. Ooh. Oh, I do remember. Did we get the tree? Up? You were the, there. The Whitney? tree succeeded. No, but I remember hearing the tree about got it. up. My mom also got so drunk that day that she did the splits several times in our <laughs> living room. This was just a couple of years ago, also. <laughs> Oh and she God, got a woman after my own heart. And I she, often do the splits yeah. when I'm drunk. And she got into a and fight. The worm too. She got into a fight with Auntie, her sister. Yeah. Who? Um, does that ever happen? They were yeah, really. They were both on drill team in high school. 
and my mom got into a fight with my aunt about how she was better at drill team than my aunt. <laughs> my aunt was only a captain and my mom was the colonel and they really got into it. <laughs> So she did, wanted to one up her by doing uh-huh. the splits. And, the, and she, can she do the splits? Fully, completely. Oh, yeah. To the day. Wow. Oh, yeah. I never to knew how day. bendy Janty was. Oh, yeah. Holy Full cow. splits. That is oh, so impressive. Oh, my God. Did anybody get pictures of this? Because if we could put that on Maybe. our social media. I'll, I'll check my phone. <laughs> I, I mean, might have it. Please. Well, might be a warm up. I do have the pictures of you and Kirk trying to put the Christmas tree up. That is I don't hilarious. remember that being a problem. I, just I think the, the splits up. are way more exciting yeah. than two drunk idiots trying to put, put, put up a Christmas tree. It might be summer now, but we all remember the routine of those good old school days. So how did Janty handle the grind of getting you little idiots off to school, Katie? Man, we had quite the school morning routine. So my mom grew up in a house with her mom where everyone ate a hot breakfast every day. It was super important to her. Wow. wow. Um, I I have never eaten cereal in my life. I think you ate cereal maybe so good. a couple of times. Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Ooh, yeah, that's a good one. We oh, yeah. did not eat, like my mom didn't even keep it in the house, but we, she would wake us up in the morning by coming in our rooms and rubbing our backs and telling us it was time to wake up slowly. Gosh. And then she would come back and check on us a few minutes later. She would have her bed all ready. We would get in it. We would watch TV in the morning. What? Laying in her bed. It was usually school. Uh, Saved by the Bell. How old Saved are you? Saved by the Bell or Rocket Power. Those uh, are the go-to. Under, like lower in middle school yeah, age. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, rocket power and saved by the bell. And then she would stand in the kitchen. So would she get you up at like five in the morning to like watch like TV? Six thirty. Six. Okay. Yeah. And then she would yell, "Breakfast is ready!" Mm-hmm. down the hallway. And we would get out of the bed and come running down the hall. And we had two seats at the breakfast bar in our kitchen mm-hmm. where we would eat breakfast. And everyone had different breakfast tastes between Sam, my dad, and I. So she made three different hot breakfasts wow. every single day. What a saint! Yep. Completely different meals for every single person. It was unbelievable. Um, now that I'm an adult and I like cook food for myself, I really appreciate. So tell us about the breakfast. What was on so that menu? Sam's She's like a short order cook. Short yes. order cook. Sam's favorite was pickies. So he, his was the Pillsbury Crescent Dough with the little cocktail weenies. That or bacon and eggs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or bacon go-to. and eggs. Those were your main go-tos. I like the Pillsbury Crescent Dough with ground sausage and cheese rolled up. Wow. We call them sausage roll-ups. Oh my God. Yes. Those are... Top 10 breakfast for me. Um, it's like on a Wednesday. I mean, I oh, just yeah. like, I'm literally like putting butter on toast, butter on matzah, like dried matzah, putting it in a plastic baggie. And we're like heading out the door at 10 till school time. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then my dad was like an egg over easy with bacon. Wow. This um, woman is just a saint. But I would have like granola and yogurt and berries, like just something like wow. that. Like there was always a fresh fruit, always a hot breakfast. Can we for just everyone. pause? And I just want to check in with you guys. Like you appreciate this, right? Like this oh, yeah. is out of the ordinary. Like uh, now, this does I don't not... even cook myself breakfast yeah, anymore. Yeah, I, I don't eat breakfast anymore. anymore. Like Jason's always like, the girls need breakfast. I'm like, no, they don't. They're good. <laughs> like I'm like, they get a snack at 10 at school. Like, exactly. I mean, this is really wow. In hindsight, it's incredible. At the time, I think I didn't appreciate it enough. Definitely. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. So we just would, thought it was norm. Yeah, totally. It was normal. <sighs> we would eat breakfast and then my mom would send us back to get ready. And we usually got dressed in my parents' bathroom and we had the infamous flat man. 
Oh, yeah. mm. That was our kind of like, we laid out our school uniforms on the ground as if it were a flat person. <laughs> Sam laid out all of the items. I would I would tuck the shirt into the pants, uh-huh. have the belt on the, the pants. Night before? Already. The night before school. It would, yeah, either be the night before or the morning while we're watching like the TV, the show. TV or something like lay out flat man and eat breakfast and get dressed. <laughs> Mine would be that I so laid cute. out my clothes and then I would take my mom's hair dryer and I would warm up all of the clothes before I put them on. <laughs> and still to this day, my serial killer trait is that I warm myself up with my hair dryer for like 30 minutes every morning. <laughs> oh my God. Your mom is like, oh my God. I just like, I bow down to this woman. That is, I a, think I'm going to move in there. I mean, well, I mean, I'm not sure <laughs> well, she's still making those you, crescent she gets rolls. Up like four or five in the morning. Well, that's yeah. why she still makes the breakfast for my dad every day. Well, then that's I, why she's an early oh, bird like that. Very big early bird. Oh, yeah. Wow. Am, what a woman. She, I'm I, the polar opposite. I talk to my mom yeah, every same. day today on my way to work. I, I call her at like eight in the morning yeah. and she's been up. She's like, well, I got this far on the needle point of your stocking today yeah. that I'm making for you. <laughs> and I've made dad this for breakfast. He's still in bed, but I put it in the warming drawer for him. Oh, it's just so she funny. Is so yeah. awesome. I, I think I'm going to tell Lance, like, hey, you want to do a little staycation over at Janty's? Yeah. Right. <laughs> she should start a B&B. Whitney, I'm Ooh. not staying here next time. I'm going to Janty's hey, to stay. I, I do not she blame family. you. I don't blame you. Yeah, She'd, she'd love, it. love it. I think the kids <laughs> would like it, too. Absolutely. Y'all are familiar with some of Mama Ashley's hilarious sayings. But we know that Janty has some up her sleeves as well. So share some with us, Sam. Um, well, one of my favorites that she would tell me every time I left the house still does. When I'm going out to a party, going to school, whatever. Stand by the door. Always tell me, remember, you're a lady. <laughs> Wait. Wait, she would I'm not a lady. Tell you that? She would tell me. To remember I'm a lady, just to remember to behave myself. To act like a lady? Like I have manners. And I think it stems from back to our, our granny. She would, tell, oh she would tell my mom that every time she left the house. So she would do the same thing for me because oh my I guess I wouldn't, I wouldn't be a lady. So I, I had to remember to be a lady. Yep. It was her way of saying, mind your manners. Yeah. And so she told everyone every time they left our house, remember you're a lady. That's so cute. She tells Kirk, my husband. And now when I leave the house in the morning, my husband always reminds me to remember that I'm a lady. (laughs) Keep Um, your legs crossed and your man down Jesus. That's right. Okay. That is hilarious. And I'm a little sad that I've never been told to act like a lady when I left your house. That's why you are the way you are. No one told you. Remember you're a lady. That one. And then my other favorite mom saying growing up was this kitchen is closed she every friday to sunday would say this kitchen is closed that meant she wasn't cooking yep don't put a dish in the sink yep don't do anything that would involve her being in the kitchen this kitchen is closed love this woman yes Mm -hmm. more and more with every story you tell and i also say that too We've covered a lot of topics tonight, but one thing that we love to talk about on this podcast is pranks, childhood pranks. Whitney and I grew Ooh, up yeah. with lots of pranks in the family. Would someone like to share a story about some of the pranks that went on in the Williams household? I would always try and prank. Like April Fool's in my head was like, 
the day. A big deal. The holiday. Like if there were placemats for it, Janty would have put them out. Definitely. No, <laughs> I, I would just go too big in my head and like wouldn't be able to do it. I remember like trying to set up like a contraption. If someone opened a door, they'd get hit with <laughs> a, a chair or something. <laughs> Never worked. But this one, I guess, works really well. You can go. Yeah. So, so Sam, one year, he was in middle school. I had just started dating the boy that we referenced earlier that was in the heavy metal band. Not really. You didn't say that, but you just said he was was in a heavy metal band and you guys can just fill in the gaps. And I spent a lot of time in deep element high school. It was not my vibe. Our family went to a concert once and let's just say that we were one of six people in the crowd. (laughs) Yeah. Wasn't great. The the heavy metal band didn't have a lot of followers, but, um, but yeah, so I just started dating him. My brother was still in middle school. We, he, took money out of my mom's wallet, got on his motor scooter, rode up to the Tom Thumb at Preston and Royal. Tom Thumb, for our listeners, is mm-hmm. the local grocery store in Dallas. Yes. Bought a pregnancy test, came home, drew the lines as if it were positive in pink marker. It looked very believable. I dismantled the whole thing and like... You was mother th- I, I, I bought two just to make sure if I <laughs> fucked it up, I could, you know, maybe... I have several and, options, but uh-huh. so he draws the lines. He goes up to my mom and he's like, "Mom, look what I just found in Katie's bathroom." <gasps> oh, okay, oh so my God. she's I'm sweating because <sighs> she thinks I'm pregnant. Oh my God! Hey, okay, what age? I'm like 16. Yeah, oh I'm like I'm like 13, Sam. 12, 13. I, I in my head, this like is 12. a very funny prank. Wow. <laughs> Actually, I think it's kind of brilliant. He shows my mom the pregnancy test. She's freaking out. I'm not home. I get home. Oh, my God. Before my mom can intercept me, Sam comes to me, shows me the quote unquote positive pregnancy test and is like, look what I found in mom's bathroom. What are we going to do? So now I think think my mom is pregnant. My mom thinks I'm pregnant. I'm pissed. My mom is pissed. So we find we meet in the kitchen. My mom, or it's just the middle of the day. We meet in the kitchen. My mom's like, "How are you feeling?" She's like, "Do you have something you want to tell me?" I'm like, "Do you have something you want to tell me?" We're basically in a standoff. Oh my god! My brother is crying, laughing in the other room. So I'm like, "Are you pregnant?" And my mom's like, "No, you're pregnant." And we both think that each other's pregnant and it ends up coming out that Sam has pranked us both, but it was so dramatic. It was horrible. I mean, I think we both like, I think we both started basically crying. Yeah. I was crying laughing. Oh my God. Yeah. You're such a dick. Yeah. He's 12 years old and he rode his motor scooter to buy (laughs) My question is, why did no one ask a 12-year-old why he's buying a pregnancy? I remember saying that after we figured out it was a prank. I'm like, did no one... No, this is the best part of the story because I said, did no one question that you were buying a pregnancy test? And you said, I used the self-checkout. Multiple, multiple pregnancy tests. Okay, stop, Sam. Where did you get this idea? I must have seen it on like YouTube or something. It, like, oh, fucking YouTube. I it swear. Might have just come to me. I don't know. But it, as soon as the idea was it's in my head. It's the best prank ever. I, I think I had the idea in my head for like a month. And I was like, I have to wait for April Fool's Day. Like, this is going to be great. They're not going to know Fool's what day? hit them. It was this on was, April Fool's Day. It was yeah. on April Fool's Day. Yep. Oh, God. And they I mean, never put two and two together. Brilliant. Mm-hmm. 
I, I, Sam, is, I, I am just okay, so impressed. This goes down in the Hall of Fame for the best I, April Fool's prank ever. I don't you, know how you top you. that. I actually think that this could be a, an ep. Like That's, right now, we are go- on Hey Sis, Eat This. You are going to hear the best ever <laughs> April Fool's prank that you've ever heard in your life. I just want to tee that up right now for editing purposes because that one. And I also I want praise. to encourage any and all listeners, if they think they have a better one, yeah, please call, call in. Call we want to interview you. Oh I mean, I want to bow God. down on my knees right now. I mean, I feel bad for Katie and Janty, but... I mean, I, I, I want Janty to like, call in with her response to this. Her side of the story. <gasps> God, that's wow. a good one. Yep. It was pretty classic. It was unbelievable, honestly. Oh. You're a master. God, you guys. Mm-hmm. You're a prank master. Thank you. I, I Thank had, you. I had no idea, Sam. That's oh just the tip of the God. iceberg, I'm sure. Wow. There's sure. stuff I'm not I mean, even remembering right now. Well, after that whole incident, when your mom thought you were pregnant, did she think you were like a easy girl or something? Yeah, hoochie mama. Sexually no, active. She, yeah, she, thankfully, I, um, I barely knew what boys were at that point, but, uh, but later in college. So I, I got to college. I was dating my now husband. Well, we weren't dating yet. I was hanging out with just my now husband. Yeah. I'm kidding. Yeah. We were just basically, well, so also I, I'm just going to really, I'll reveal a lot, but my, I am a nice girl. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a Jesus loving woman. <laughs> You have your legs crossed in your mind on Jesus. I do. I sure do. And my husband thought I was a virgin <laughs> when we first started hanging out. Oh, right. sweet Kirk. So such a sweet boy. He had a little a little slooty boy phase to get it out of his system. Sure, as he should. And so we started dating and I started sleeping over in his room in the fraternity house. Mm-hmm. Ugh, so gross. Been there, done that. All the time. Sharing the twin size bed. What was I thinking? But we, so I had spent the night there. And I, for the life of me, I couldn't find my shoes the next morning, like Mm. anywhere in the room. I had no Mm. idea where they were. Couldn't find them. Needed to get to class. So I left only wearing socks. I could find my socks. Shocker. Oh yeah. (laughs) Walk of shame. Yep. I could find my socks, not my shoes. So I wore only my socks back. Don't know why I thought that was the plan, but I did. And I got to my, I lived in the sorority house. I got to the sorority house. I was walking up the stairs that were made out of brick. I, they, my socks caught on the brick <laughs> and I tripped oh, no. and I hit exactly on the corner of a brick on my knee oh, no. and I burst my knee open <gasps> Oh god! and it bled oh. for like eight hours. Oh, oh my god. god. You needed stitches. It was pretty bad. So I didn't get stitches. I was like, I got to get to this class. Anyways, it's like bleeding through my leggings. Oh my God. I call my mom. I'm very open and honest with my mom. So I tell her this exact story of exactly what went down, like why mm-hmm. I tripped the whole thing. I'm like, I've been bleeding for seven or seven or eight hours. Like, what should I do? Do you think I need to get stitches? She goes, I don't know, but that's what you get for being a slut. <laughs> <laughs> so now I'm, I'm married to this boy. So, I, you know, <laughs> slutty girl, you married. Thanks, mom. But, uh, oh but yeah, that is actually something our mother would say oh, to us. Sure. She used to tell me. If I tried to call boys, you do not call boys. Only sluts call boys. Oh, yeah. I mean, even to this day, I'm not going to lie. My husband calls, like, I don't call him during the day. I think it's like a stigma. It's a weird thing. Like, I do, I never called him while we were courting and dating. She made me feel like such a whore (laughs) for ever reaching out to a man that to this day, I don't even call my husband. We could go on and on, but we're going to have to have a 
Katie and Sam 2.0. But I think we got to get to dessert and have some rapid fire questions. Sam, Let's hear it. what's one word to describe your mom? Loving, definitely. Katie. I think one word to describe my mom would be like best friend. Yeah. That's two words. It's two words, but that's okay. I get it. My best is hyphenated. Hyphenated. Bestie. 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 BFF. Oh, that's yeah. Okay. Who's our favorite, Katie? It's me. Sorry, Sam. I mean, I'm going to have to disagree. Well, I think it's your dog, actually. Yeah, no, it's my dog now. But (laughs) isn't she allergic to the dog? It doesn't matter. He's still still the favorite. Definitely. (laughs) Sam, who makes her laugh the most? Definitely me. I mean, Katie definitely talks to her a lot more. So she, I think she has higher uh, uh, numbers, but I think I have greater laughs. If you right, I get that. If you put it in the stats, she's more. I'm more efficient. Right, she's like more of a a stat patter. Yeah, you've certainly made me laugh today, so I can see that. Well. I, th- I think it kind of goes hand in hand. Like if you're the funniest, you're also the one that pisses her off the most. Sure. Definitely. Definitely. Are yeah. you saying you're the funnier one, Whitney? Mom said that. <laughs> <laughs> and I piss her off the most. That's true. So Sam, um, what's your favorite thing about your mom? Favorite thing about my mom is it can, uh, it's a tough one. It might be that she cares too much, mm-hmm. which is a great thing, but mm-hmm. like can also be overwhelming. But I love that she cares too much because you get things like she cooks for us and drops food off at our homes in our mid twenties. Like we can right, cook for ourselves. Right, but right. She brings that. me a present every Saturday. Oh, yeah. It's called Saturday presents. Anytime, oh, God, anytime I'm at woman. home, she's I got some it. sort of something cooked or prepared for me to take home with me so I can mm. have, at least one of her dinners throughout the week. Wow. I was just going to say, I really hope Mama Ashley listens to this and starts taking some tips. I want Saturday presents. Well, for you, you, she could drop off food for you, but if she could just ship me a Saturday present, that would... No, she'll just be like, you know, I made made lasagna last night. You come down here and get whatever you want. Yeah, just the leftovers. I mean, that's still sweet, but... It's not tied up in a bow like Janty would do. (laughs) That's true. What about your favorite thing, Katie? My favorite thing about my mom is probably how supportive she is. I feel like no matter what, at any point in my life, she's always been there for me. Like just supporting whatever was best for me, not her best interest, not anyone else's best interest, just really thinking about me. That's so sweet. That's so nice. What's the best advice that your mom has ever given you, Katie? Ooh, I think the best advice I've ever gotten from my mom is... I know we said it earlier. I think it's remember you're a lady. I was going to say the exact I, same thing. I really think it is. Like, <laughs> I think it's... Mind, remember your manners. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. Basically remember your manners. Remember your manners. Yeah. And like, I think my mom did a great job bringing us up to have good manners you and, do. You both and be do. like good people. And I think that just is the constant reminder for me of yeah. remember to be a good person wherever you go. I love that. The only reason I'm laughing so hard is because Sam's like, yeah, I, I agree. I should remember. Be a, a lady. lady. Yeah. <laughs> the best advice Sam has ever gotten is to remember he's a lady. Yeah. <laughs> Act like a lady. Love be a lady tonight. I think this has been one incredible interview with the two of you. It has been. I feel like we are actually closer 
because of this yeah. and in sharing these family memories and mm. loving getting to know Janty even more, who is, as I've said, one of my favorite people, but you two are as well. And right, because you only came into our lives like 12 years ago, but it really feels like we've been family forever and we are family from here on out. And I love you both. Yeah. yeah. We love this you guys. It's really cool. Y'all yeah. are definitely our favorite cousins. Don't tell our other cousins. <laughs> Shh, we won't. <laughs> Let's end it like we always do, Court. I love you. I love your show. I love you. I love your show. I love you, Katie. I love you, Sam. Lots of love to go around. And we love Janty. Janty. Love you all. Thank you so much for listening to Hey Sis, Eat This. If you LOL'd, peed your pants a little bit, or even smirked, please hit subscribe if you haven't already. And feel free to rate and review, but only if it's positive. Also, visit our website for recipes and to sign up for our newsletter at heysiseatthis.com.